The source of the speeches I use here on the Choice Voice podcast comes from a list of the top 100 American speeches of the 20th century. This list is compiled by researchers at the University of Wisconsin-Madison and Texas A&M University, among other places. It reflects the opinions of 137 leading scholars of American public address. My choice of speeches should not be construed to reflect or promote any point of view. They are simply considered great speeches. Attitude is the magic word. This transcript is taken from an audio recording of Chapter 9 of a series called Thinking Into Results. That work belongs entirely to the Proctor Gallagher Institute. Although I am a supporter of them and the positive mental attitude approach to life, this reading is not sponsored by them. In fact, it is a concept made famous by Earl Nightingale, but it can be traced back to at least Plato and probably further. It, like all other choice voice pods, is simply a great read, and here goes. Oh, and by the way, this transcript is word for word, except that I've taken out a couple of filler words like, you know, so, and now. Hello there again. Remember, I told you that the most valuable idea I ever learned was the stick person. I want to review that. I don't think you can go over it too often. I've been going over it a number of times every day now for many, many years, probably longer than you've been living. And it's the repetition that develops the conscious awareness in our mind. The stick person is really the genie, but the more you get to know this, the more you understand it, the more you're going to realize just what an absolute genie it really is. The top circle is the mind, and the bottom one is the body. The body is the instrument of the mind. It does exactly what the mind tells it to do. You see, if you look at your body in a very simple manner, your body is a molecular structure. It's a massive energy, and it's in a very high speed of vibration. Well, your mind is what activates brain cells. The brain cell is the electronic switching station, and it determines what vibration you're in. Now, we're going to lead right into attitude, because attitude goes without question. William James said the greatest discovery of his generation was that human beings could alter their lives by altering their attitudes of mind. To really understand what attitude is, we must understand the stick person. Remember, we said that the top half of this large circle is the conscious mind. That is also the thinking mind. It is sometimes referred to as the educated mind. This is where our intellectual factors are resident. This is also where our sensory factors are hooked up. And you see these little antennas sticking up. You can hear, see, smell, taste, and touch. They're the highways that hook you up to your outside world. They can be a blessing and a curse. When we take a look at what's going on around us, we see we're a part of this outside world, but we don't want to let it control us. We want to control it. And we do control it if we understand how the mind functions. If we don't, we will probably become the plaything for what is going on around us. Your conscious mind can gather information from outside, but it also has the ability to originate information. See, there's a power flowing to and through you. I refer to that as pure, unadulterated spirit. The scientists will tell you it's energy, but it flows to and through you. And as it flows into your consciousness, it is either negative or positive. Now, these two little symbols, the minus and the plus sign, they represent the law of polarity. And the law of polarity says everything has an opposite. There's a positive and a negative pole. And you have to have both of anything. It's the inside and outside, the hot and the cold, the yin, the yang. You see, when this power flows into you, we make it what it is. Either we're going to make it negative or we're going to make it positive by virtue of the thoughts that we choose. Your conscious mind also has the ability to reject. It can accept or reject. So, as ideas and information come into our consciousness, we have the ability to determine whether we want to accept it, whether we want to let that be a part of our life. 
We frequently watch the television or listen to the radio or look at a newspaper and they'll tell us the economy is going to be bad. It is if you want it to be bad. If you don't want it to be bad, just reject that idea. You see, in the very worst economy, there's been people experiencing a great economy, like during the Great Depression of the 30s. Those people were earning millions of dollars. Not everyone succumbed to what was going on outside. And you don't have to either. When someone shares something with you that's negative, it could be real and it could be right. But get rid of it. Don't entertain it. Don't internalize it. The conscious mind has the ability to accept or reject. There's a cute little concept I've been using for years. When someone comes up to you at work and brings something up that's negative, and it could be real and it could be right, but it's not doing anybody any good, just say, that's interesting, and then change the subject. Don't get caught up in it. Just say, that's interesting, and then go ahead and change the subject and flip it over to something positive. Talk about the person you're talking to. Talk about something they do well, and they'll flip over to that in a heartbeat. The conscious mind has the ability to originate ideas. It has the ability to originate thought, and it has the ability to accept or reject. Let's go to the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind does not have that ability. Your subconscious mind is totally deductive. In other words, it can only accept. It cannot reject. It accepts everything that comes to it as real. Think about that for a moment. It has no ability to reject. Play with this for a moment. Just mentally relax. Build a real beautiful picture of the screen of your conscious mind. It could be from the past, or it could be something you think is going to happen in the future. Just close your eyes and let yourself get emotionally involved. And you know something? Your subconscious mind will take it and accept it as if it's happening right now. Because the truth is, in your mind it is happening right now. See, in the mind, that's all you've got is now. We'll finish reading after this quick break. Now, back to where we left off. Your subconscious mind will accept whatever you give to it. It'll accept it as real. It has no ability to differentiate between what's real and what's imagined. It's a beautiful concept. You're turning your world into something that you want it to be right now. Now, some people say that's not being realistic. But it got us to the moon. It built the internet for us. It got us to the top of Mount Everest. It put the Wright brothers in the air. So if your next door neighbor laughs at it, just go ahead and let him laugh and say, that's interesting. But realize your subconscious mind will accept whatever you give to it. Now let's put the two of them together. Here we are on a conscious level. We've got the ability to take this power that flows into our conscious mind and build whatever we want out of it. Or we have the ability to accept ideas that come in from the outside world, reason with them and say, that's good, and accept that. And then we can turn that image over to our subconscious mind. And our subconscious mind accepts it as real. Whatever is impressed upon the subconscious mind controls the vibration of the body. So you are going to be in a vibration that is dictated by the ideas that you impress upon your subconscious mind. Negative idea, you're going to move into a bad vibration. Positive idea, you'll instantly move into a positive vibration. If you are mentally and physically in a bad vibration, that's all you can attract to you. You know, in the movie The Secret, they talked about the law of attraction. And the way it's talked about, it sounds like it's a primary law. It really isn't. It's a secondary law. The primary law is the law of vibration. The vibration you're in is going to dictate what you attract. Vibration is a law of the universe. That law states that everything moves. Nothing rests. We literally live in an ocean of motion. When you take a positive idea and internalize it, you move into a positive vibration and you begin to attract like energy to you. You will attract people that are in a positive vibration. It just happens that way. Viktor Frankl was a Viennese psychiatrist who spent the war years in a Nazi concentration camp. 
He said, the last of human freedoms is that we have the ability to choose. In the worst circumstance, we can choose meaning and we can see meaning to life. Think about that. Regardless of the intellectual or physical abuse that men were subjected to, he had the ability to hold a positive idea on the screen in his mind. No one can cause you to think something you don't want to think. And you have the freedom to think anything you want to think. That's where a person is truly born free. We are the only creature, so far as we know, in all of the universe that can think. Certainly in this world, you have the ability to think, and thinking is the highest function of what you're capable of. The thoughts you think and your feelings control your actions. Earl Nightingale created a program many years ago that I loved called Lead the Field. The very first message in that program was called the magic word, and the magic word was attitude. It truly is the magic word. Your attitude is going to determine where you go in life. It's everything. It's the foundation of either failure or success. Good attitude, good results. Attitude is a difficult thing for most people to define. You ask 100 people what attitude is, they'll stare into space before giving you an answer. But they probably won't each give you the same answer. I'm going to give you the answer of what it really is. Attitude is the composite of our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions. I always say it's much like a cake. If you sat down in a person's home and they gave you a piece of cake, you wouldn't say, hey, that's great flour, good spice. No, you'd say, that's good cake. Now, what is the cake? The cake is the composite of a number of different ingredients all brought together. Attitude is the composite of a number of things brought together. Your thoughts, feelings, and attitude is an energy that you send off into the universe, and whatever you send up into the universe is what's going to come back to you. As a matter of fact, it comes back while you're sending it out. You concentrate on a positive idea, you activate positive polarity on cells in your brain, and you send off a positive charge of energy. This can be measured. And as you send off that positive energy, you take on an equal amount of light energy, simultaneous to sending it up. You get the idea, and you send it out, you take it on, and you set up a magnificent vibration. I have people from time to time come to me and tell me how their place of work has a negative attitude. And I just look at them, and I say, change it. No, it's at work, they say. And I say, change it. Do you know that one person can change the whole world? One person changed my world. I'm like the one person that changes your world. And you know, you can change the world of the people that you deal with. You can go around with a good attitude regardless of what's happening. W. Clemens Stone in 1970 was the wealthiest man in the United States of America. He was a little guy that built a big insurance company. That's good. It didn't matter what happened. He'd say, that's good. And then you would instantly start looking for the good in it. What do you look for? That's what your attitude is going to be. It's the thoughts we think that we impress upon the subconscious mind. It controls the vibration because whatever we impress must be expressed. This magnificent word attitude is really the key to everything you're ever going to achieve. Keep your attitude right. It's better to just move away from any person with a bad attitude. You can't change their attitude. You can certainly help them, but you can't do it for them. They've got to do it for themselves. I can't do it for you, you can't do it for me, but you can do it for you. You want to become your best friend. And remember, attitude is the magic word, and the stick person is the genie. This podcast and our other podcasts are productions of Little Red Hen Industries. 
The supporting cast who helps me bake the bread includes Techno King, John C. Brandy, fact checker, Abraham Lincoln, French consultant, Virginia Mitchell, media expert, Favor Obasi E.K., psychologist, Sigmund Freud, rabbit hole advisor, Dr. Barg Parrott, sound designer, Guglielmo Marconi, Spanish consultant, Cameron J.K. Brandy, videographer, Alfred Hitchcock, audio props go to Les Paul, and inspiration from Napoleon Hill, Earl Nightingale, and Bob Proctor. Also, we have a website, and you can subscribe to both podcasts. You can even send us a video, audio, or text message. But of course, you'll have to head to the show notes, either on your phone or on the web, to actually get links and stuff. Finally, you can find us on Podmatch, where we consider guests as well as consider guesting on other people's pods. And really finally, the music for our pods comes from Cute by Ben Sound and from Piano Background by Nick Simon Adams, both on freesound.org.